Hello, welcome to the new episode of Supplycast, the podcast from the Healthcare Supply Association. Today, I have with me Claire Grant. Thank you for joining me, Claire. Thank you for having me. Claire, you're procurement nurse specialist at Aintree University Hospital, Liverpool University Hospitals, NHS Franchising Trust. Mouthful, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I used to talk a lot about how long some sort of job titles are, but also some of the trust foundation trust names are incredibly long, aren't they? It's the full full address is in there virtually. (laughs) It is, yeah. Claire, thank you very much for um, joining me. You're joining us on the clinical side, yeah, which is what which is you know particularly interesting. But I just wanted to start off by first of all how did you get to be where you are today um so i i'm a nurse so i started training back in 2002 so 20 years in this trust um i was a theater nurse for the majority of that time well up until nine nine months ago um worked in theaters worked my way up to theater manager and um literally fell upon this job that was being advertised it was advertised as an admin job mm-hmm. and I was looking for an admin role for my daughter and um, to do the COVID um, vaccination hub um, you know admin while she was in college and I seen it and thought oh yeah I could do that I'm doing lots of that, those jobs anyway ordering yeah. stuff dealing with reps um, and just inquired and, and yeah here I am today nine months later <laughs> Why do you think the role of clinical staff working in procurement is so important in the NHS today? So, um, you know, most of us are either nurses or ODPs or worked in theatres. We've, we, we've worked very closely with consultants, whether they're surgeons or medical consult- consultants. We know what they want. We know why they want it. You know, they want the best for their patients at the end of the day. And um, procurement is, is one of those important cogs to make sure that what we have on our shelves is, is going to offer the best um, care for the patients or outcome for the patients. So. Now, as I said before, we've um, this is, you know, getting to talk about clinical procurement is, is new on the podcast. Um, how do you see it as being different from category management and how do you see those roles working together so um well clinically we've been there you know we've used Mm -hmm. these products the medical devices we've used them and um we can you know we can translate that the commercial side to our consultants Mm -hmm. or our clinicians and vice versa we can speak to the category managers and tell them exactly what um you know the consultants wants or needs and, and why um so it's you know that bridge between the, the two the, the clinical side and the procurement side how have you enjoyed the the switch over overall i mean you've obviously you know just you've stayed within it you're still doing it <laughs> yeah. clinical procurement uh, how, how have you how, how did you find the change did you find it was quite an easy change to make um, in the beginning, no, it was really difficult. Mm-hmm. It's you know on the front, the, being on the front line with patients sure. is you know it's it's a whole new, it's a different world. This is was really alien in the beginning. It was um, 
I did think, oh my God, what have I done? But <laughs> it's it's really good. It's brilliant. I get the boost of the best of both worlds. I'm in theatre generally. If I'm mm. doing the clinical side, that's where I am. I'm, I'm with the the reps or the consultants in theatre. Um, so I did find it hard in the beginning. There was I was the first CPS in our trust, so I had no one to lead from. Right. Um, so it was, it was, um, it was difficult. Yeah. How, um, how long did the "What have I done?" feeling <laughs> last? Don't say years. <laughs> <laughs> Nine months. No. <laughs> um, probably. Oh God, about three months, maybe, right. maybe a little bit longer. Um, it was, it was probably Easter actually. Yeah, I'd, I'd met like Easter break and then came back. I've got windows now. I've never in my whole career had a window to look out, out of whilst I was working. Um, so the you know, as the spring and the summer started happening, I was seeing it and not not in a, you know, the last theatre that I was running was interventional radiology. There's no windows right. in radiology. So yeah. it was it was nice. Yeah. So three three I'd say three or four months, yeah. Would you would you advise other people to do it? If someone came up to you, you know, this is, if a nurse came up to you and said, "Oh, I'm thinking about following your route." Yeah, what definitely. Say I'd say go for it if they've got, you know, good clinical experience, ideally in theatres or, um, you know, as a nurse or an ODP or or any allied health professional, you know, a radiographer. Um, if they've got the clinical understanding, then yeah, I'd, I'd tell them to, to go for it. Uh, yeah. I had a little discussion with uh, Liam Hawkins on the HCSA National Council, and there's obviously clinical procurement. Yeah. He spoke to me about the big change with net zero in the NHS at mm-hmm. the moment. Um, with, with, with so much focus on medical devices and consumables, what do you see as your role? in all this? Um, um, for our trust in procurement and the clinical sustainability leads for, for procurement. So we've got lot, lots of different projects going on at the moment. Um, you know, it's all about reduce, reuse and recycle, isn't it? So at the moment mm. we're concentrating on um, sterile gowns, whether they're reusable or, or disposable. There's a trial going on at the moment. Um, remanufacturing of energy devices is another one so it's it's me finding out about them through the other cps's up and down the country and trying to you know get our um our clinicians involved and actually it's quite easy at the moment because net zero is on everyone's agenda isn't it so Mm -hmm. um lots of people seem to be uh interested at the moment so it's good uh, lots of trust across the UK of clinical roles in procurement now. Yeah. Uh, it, is there a, quite a tight support network? I get the idea that there is, you know, yeah. sharing ideas, information, being supportive around that particular aspect. I must admit, I've noticed on things like on, on our own uh, dates here, say, you know, social media, et cetera, that um, you can see there's a bond there. Yeah, you know, you can just, there's a, there's a tightness, there's a, there's a sort of camaraderie between everyone wherever they are working in clinical procurement. Is is yeah. you say that's the case? Yeah, it is. It was great when I first started, and even even now, and I imagine well into the future as well, having those people to go to on that network, 
um, is invaluable. You know, some of the Liam inclusives have been around for years and, mm-hmm. and they've done it before. They've heard, they've had the problems. Yeah. They've solved it. You know, so having, having that um, CPS network is, is, you know, invaluable, definitely. Also, Twitter, yeah, I'm constantly getting hashtagged or, or, or <laughs> I don't know, added, is that, I don't know. Added um, would, be the, would be the word. Yeah. It is. It? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and I, and I never used really use Twitter up until I started in this role. So, that's another thing I've learned how to uh, try and navigate as well. Yeah. Is that something? Um, was was that something? Was that an unusual thing? Feeling that kind of support network then? Um, <laughs> did, do you know what I mean? As opposed to when yeah. prior to that. Yeah. Yeah, it was because, you know, I've worked in theatre and, and in when you work in theatres, I don't know, it's a, straight, it's a strange family, I, I guess. You're all a bit weird and you all get off on the same types of things. And But you go home and you leave it. You don't go on Twitter and say what you've done in the day. Or if you've got a problem, you go see your manager. You don't go on Twitter and ask or on, this, on a network to ask. So. Yeah. It was very alien to have these people out, out, you know, up and down the country that can answer my questions, mm. um, you know, and not someone at the table, you know. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah, it was alien, but good. <laughs> I usually ask people because in, 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 you know, in outside of clinical procurement, that usually when you speak to people, they will be able to come up with the name of some individual that was mentored them or was particularly you know, crucial to them, finding their feet, et cetera. I wanted to ask you the same question, but I'm just wondering, I know you, you're making a point that there was kind of no one else doing it. So maybe there isn't someone, but is there someone that's been particularly um, helpful? So, yeah, they were external though. And um, there was a few people that I tapped into um, locally, you know, local trusts, but Jackie Owen was was a CPS and um, a local trust and it, she was probably well it still is the person who I'll email um, or even we've got each other's phone numbers just mm-hmm. get in touch um, and get pretty pretty instant answers if if needed so yeah Jackie was was um, definitely one of the first people that I kind of de- depended on and needed mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, but, but, you know, other people out there, um, Liam's been great as well. We met um, at the HCSA um, House of Lords thing. Um, about, oh, okay, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, attending places like that is just, yeah. it was brilliant, you know. I, that would never have happened in my previous role. Those opportunities that have been offered to me have just been fantastic. Yeah, that was a great event. We've obviously got the winter conference coming up. I'm duty bound to uh, plug that at this yes. at this point, twenty second yeah. to the twenty third of November. Registrations right. open, and also the agenda is now live on the uh, conference page, uh, so you can have a look look through. Who's yeah, I was looking before happened. actually. Yeah, Liam's on the yeah. first day, and yeah. Claire Nash is on the second day. So I'll yeah. be well represented. Plenty yes. of you to listen to there. Yeah. Um, what do you think uh, the future of clinical procurement looks like, keeping in mind things like the uh, new landscape of uh, ICS working and, in general, more trusts uh, collaborating, working together? So, um, like the local, like the ICSs, yeah. So, um, 
I knew you'd ask something like this and I knew I'd struggle because again, it's <laughs> it's me learning all these yeah. new, yeah. you know, I've never needed to, to worry about anything like this in the past, but, um, you know, to gain the most of it, most from it, we need to listen to our clinicians. We need to, you know, the, the inequalities of that are out there for our patients. We need, we need to, you know, work in harmony, make sure that we're all singing from the same hymn sheet. And, and if, you know, if we're procuring items, we should be procuring them widely for our, in, in our ICS and, and, and get the best out of it. You know, even the ICS that I'm in, there's some really affluent areas and then some really poor areas, um, local, you know, trusts. And if we're all procuring the same items then everyone's getting that, that same um, quality of care so um, I think you know it's an, it can be a good thing if we all work together. Before we move on to the uh, to the final bit that does it on the supplies bit of the podcast um, I asked you earlier about what you'd say to someone that was thinking about moving over um, do you see one bit of advice you would give to someone looking to make that change now that you've learned what what's kind of the number one thing would you say that you've learned um since making moves to clinical procurement it's, it's to network it's to speak to your your other clinicians your mm. other cps's um around that you know that can be anywhere in britain but just chat to them find out what's going on and uh yeah and share whatever yep. what i've learned as well so yeah networking and where better to do that than a HCSA conference, of course. Yes, yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You get you opened the door for me there, and I walked straight through it. Um, Claire, I'm gonna I'm gonna move you on now to the uh, final bit of the podcast. This is our supplies. Um, now I know for I know for a fact that you have been boning up on Supplycast and listen to listening to old episodes. <laughs> So the Desert Island Supplies part, the, the, the yeah, Desert Island Supplies part will not uh, come off as a surprise to you, but you know, it's still, it's still, but uh, you know, it still might be striking fear in your heart because a lot of people do that a bit. I think yeah. people, I think people who aren't overly familiar with the format that come and do a supply cast are a bit kind of like, oh, you know, I'm answering these questions, but in the back of the head, they're trying to think what, what album. Yeah, what they want to say is people are going to judge me, aren't they? <laughs> well, this is the I've said this before. I've said this before that there's a thing, isn't there, where if someone says to you, uh, you know, what's your favorite album? Like if you're in a group and someone says, what's your favorite band or what's your favorite film? That uh, maybe sometimes people are honest, but maybe some people yeah. think, what do I want to project? like it probably changes depending on what kind of room you're in and who you're talking yeah. to yeah you, you know as opposed to that but just assuming you're just talking as friends um <laughs> you're on the desert island let's start off with the luxury item first of all probably easier i suppose in a way what luxury item would you take to a desert island so yes you are right i have listened to a few <laughs> and i know that there's food and drink yeah, there's food and drink. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know, really, yeah. really important. <laughs> I know that I can't have my mobile phone. So. I mean, some people have said my mobile phone. It seems a bit kind yeah, of, it, it almost, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would try to advise moving away from the mobile phone. Yeah, 
Yeah. So I'm going to leave my mobile phone mm-hmm. and I'm go- I'd like, so yeah, comfort. I like, I like my sleep. I'm in yeah. bed by nine o'clock and I'll sleep right through till seven and, and not be disturbed. So probably my bed because it's really comfortable. Yeah. But if my husband listens to this podcast, I've got to choose something sensible. So if I have to choose something sensible, it'll be a Swiss Army knife because it's got <laughs> a file, it's got scissors, it's got a toothpick, you know. <laughs> I would, do you know what? I, uh, that's very, uh, that's, you know, that's very sensible. Yeah. And um, it's very, you know, I, I would expect. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's sensible, it's useful, it's practical, I think was the word I was terribly stumbling over trying to think of. Um, And I'd expect nothing less from a clinical procurement person than to say something like that. So I love that answer. That's a great answer in my book. Um, I'll let you have your bed as well. Okay. Like the mattress or something. We'll split the difference. You can have the mattress. And you I love the mattress. Yeah, enough, totally. so at least you're, you know, you're a bit more comfy. Um, yeah. What would you be listening to? What album would you take? So, yeah, if I was chatting to a load of cool teenagers or, you know, young <laughs> 20-odd-year-olds, I'd probably try and think of, you know, someone cool that I can't. <laughs> but my favourite um, al- uh, band is Queen. Mm-hmm. I love them. So yeah, anything by Queen, you know, Grace's hits. I don't know anything. Yeah. Yep. Uh, favorite song, Bohemian Rhapsody. I just love it. I just can't help but sing karaoke to it. You know. <laughs> um. So yeah, Queen. Anything by Queen. Okay. And what would you What would you be watching? What film would you take? So again, that was hard. It, it always is hard. <coughs> isn't it? It's, there's so much to choose from, but um, I love the Goonies. I love anything eighties. You know, Never Ending Story or yeah. Um, the flight of the navigator. Yeah, but I'm going to go for a nice Sunday afternoon film. I'm going to go for the holiday. Okay, and, uh, I do. I love it. I just you don't even you don't have to think, do you? It's funny. It's romantic. Yeah, so I'm going to go for the holiday. Well, that's a Christmas movie. So Christmas. Yeah, I don't so, care. I'll watch Kathy, it any time of year. I was going to say, do you what? Do you only watch it at Christmas? Or do you do, do you watch it whenever you want to? Uh, yeah, any time of year. Yeah, it, it did used to be my favourite film. Used to be Love Actually, but mm-hmm. as I've got older and watched it, it's, it's a bit sleazy, isn't it? You know. So <laughs> I've come. I've got the holidays now. Taking taking the edge off. Yeah, yeah. Love Actually. I suppose it's got. Yeah, it's a bit. It's, it's some, his mate, and he's holding uh, signs up to say, uh, "I love still, you." <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a bit suspicious. Yeah. Um, so you've gone for something a good. You've gone for Christmas a lot more wholesome. Do you genuinely love Christmas films? I love. I'm, I'm a December yeah. baby. I've got two girls, yeah. and they're both December babies as well. And yeah, I love Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll, you, you'll love that channel. There's a channel on uh, one of the channels on on TV. Uh, used to just show multiple Christmas movies once you got into sort of November and I've and I've noticed that it now shows them it's called like movie 24 or something I've noticed that it now just shows Christmas movies all year round no that's the channel for you (laughs) that's the that's the channel for you Claire let's have a look yeah yeah well we'll Uh, see if you're seeing all the Christmas things oh yeah soon come round soon come round doesn't it yeah um Claire, thank you very much for taking the time out to uh, come on the podcast today. Thanks for That's having really me. That's really great. And representing clinical procurement. Yeah.
Thank you. you know, Thanks. That tight little tight knitted band of warriors. Yes. That, that, that we have in the uh, NHS procurement community. So thank you very yeah. much, Dan. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Bruce. Uh, that concludes the this episode, and uh, I hope you can join me next time on Supplycast. Bye.